thank you so much, Stepanka, for your time for coming on today. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. What is your uh, favorite science fiction film? Ooh, um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. there are so many. Um, one, of, one of my recent favorites that leapt up into my top 10 is a movie called Prospect with Pedro Pascal. Um, I, I really, really like that movie because it's just about people and the world building is this second. You don't even have to tell me all of the information about the, the world and the galaxy they're in. It's just, it's very visual, very interesting, very character driven. Yeah. Right. And I assume science fiction is your favorite genre to write, right? It is. I love sci-fi and fantasy. Um, well, I'll write contemporary if I have to. What <laughs> <laughs> got you into science fiction? Oh, goodness. I mean, I if I have to take it way back, probably a childhood full of video gaming. Um, uh, some of my favorite uh, video games as a kid was like Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy kind of stuff. And just it, it always just seemed so it, it's it's escapist, but also like a playground for hey, if if we don't clean up our act, like this is what our future could be, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I was listening to you talking about Zelda on your uh, YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about starting a YouTube channel where you just review video games? Oh man, uh, may maybe 10 years ago, I could have done that um, <laughs> any anymore. Well, I just don't have the time and it's really sad. I think the only games I really uh, am able to kind of like make time for are, are those two series, like as soon as the new Zelda's out as soon as the new Final Fantasy is out. I'm on it. I'm all <laughs> what has been your favorite uh, project you have worked on up to now? Um, I've just okay. Yeah, I think one of my favorites so far because I I work mainly as a production designer and set decorator. Um, one of my favorites so far has been the short film called The German King. Um, uh, my friend, Adi McCormack, who you might know from uh, Lost in Castlevania, I met him on another project, um, but he, he did this short film uh, about this uh, Cambodian, called, uh, right? Cambodian uh, king, like back, in the 1940s. I'm oh, sorry, Ade. Um, and so it was just, it, it was based on a true story and, and that uh, Cambodian king, you know, resisting the Kaiser and all that good stuff. But um, cool. yeah, that, that was that was a really fun, different project to do. And it was, it was, it was a really great weekend. <laughs> what was, uh... What was so great about it? like what the um, what about the experience was out to you? Um, the the story that that they wrote for that piece was 
was just so captivating, you know, being based on a true story, um, you know, a real life superhero, you know, I mean, Black Panther was great and all, but, you know, <laughs> you, you get this, this true to life hero, um, and there's just, there's something magical about that experience of like telling somebody's true life story, um, you know, on a, on a sort of low budget and doing the best that you can yeah. and, um, and seeing the final product, it was just, it was so beautiful. What is a lesson you have learned in the process of writing Regenesis? I mean, I guess, I guess really writing anything, it's just um you know i i guess believe in it i think for a while it was i i was a little turned off from film festivals because a lot a lot of my past ones just didn't really like seem to go anywhere my past short films um and so either i just didn't understand the film circuit back then and and which ones to you know kind of go for or whether my material just wasn't up to snuff or <laughs> um or a variety of things it was it, yeah so i i kind of got a little disheartened um uh back then and so uh it, it's always like oh you're being judged uh, whenever you put something out there but really it's just believing in the project and i absolutely I, I can't believe that it's it's doing so well. I think so far I've submitted to like 39 festivals, I think is the cutoff I had and it's been selected and I wanna say 15 or 16. I think it has like a 75% selection rate at this point. And it's, I, I, wow. It's just really been, really really cool to to see that it's been kind of hidden with with some other folks so just really believing in that pro in, in, in your writing into your project what uh how did you come up with the idea behind regenesis um so i got really antsy during covid <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, as I think we all were, I was very creatively trapped. Um, we were playing board games a lot. Luckily, you know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a household of like three, four, five people. Um, so there was a bunch of us just hold up playing board games, you know, for months on end. Um, and so, uh, you know, the landscape of filmmaking has changed since then. And, and, and even back then, I think we all realized that like, it's, it's going to be different for a while. And, uh, as you know, uh, films started getting back in development and, and, uh, into production, you know, there's only so many safety precautions that, um, the actors can have because at some point they have to take off their mask and so um it kind of the, the idea behind uh miranda um one of the two leads in it uh she is um sealed in this hard suit and can't take it off um because she has like this incurable very contagious disease 
And so um, that that actually came back from uh, a, a character arc, uh, a story point in another sci-fi series that I'd written like back in university. And I, I, I really liked that a lot. And, and that project kind of took a back burner. So I was like, I'll take this and write a new story about this character. And then, you know, Atlas, I eventually gave uh, a disability as well where he had to wear a respirator because he had some bad lungs and whatnot. And so, you know, that just kind of, it came out of wanting to try to make a movie during COVID that was also safe for the actors. And then it just, it escalated into this amazing like world building uh, experience and and also like how do these two uh, characters that cannot physically interact talk to each other like how do they it was it was a really interesting exercise and then seeing where it went was, was so beautiful what was the most challenging part of writing it um that i th i think for that one it was it was writing it within a, a budget that was producible um because the the idea behind it was to uh produce it you know self-fund it um and so i just kind of like staying within the parameters of what i knew was accessible to me uh locations sci-fi is not always easy uh, as far as locations um, and so, um, I, th I think it was just kind of like trying to stay within those parameters of like limited characters, limited, you know, landscape type stuff. Um, and so I kind of drew from places that I'd, I'd scouted for other projects and knew that I probably could get access to. But then again, I, I never wound up producing it because, um, the budget just kept going. I was like, if I'm going to do this and do it right, like. I can't self fund this. I don't have enough right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, who and what got you interested in the Zelda video games? I can remember back when I was like four or five. I don't know. Well, I wasn't four or five. I was young. I was not in the double digits yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember watching whether or not this is true or not, but this is how I remember it. And so I remember watching my brother play A Link to the Past and just being like, what? This is cool. <laughs> um, so like my introduction was watching my brother play it. And of course then uh, I absolutely started playing uh, Link to the Past and Link's Awakening still to this day are two of my favorite ones. And I play them at least once a year. What was it like making the Zelda fan film? Ooh, that was so much fun. Um, it was, oh my goodness. Uh, I bit off more than I can chew. Uh, that, that's the honest part. Um, <laughs> because we shot that back in like 2016. Uh, uh, we had three blocks of shooting. So we shot like the summer and then we had like a weekend in the fall and then week in December. It was so cold. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's 2022 and it's, it's still not out of post-production. Um, but, uh, it, it, it became a 
a 24 page script became a 70 something minute uh, film because we added some scenes along the way and just how it flowed and how we shot, how we edited it. Um, it really transformed it into this very beautiful piece that uh, just kind of started snowballing. I'm like, I'm trying to catch the snowball. Um, and, and so it's just been, um, it's since, since then, you know, my career's, you know, kind of sh shot off a little bit. And so it's, it's become more like this back burner, uh, piece, sadly, um, because it, it is, uh, mostly self-funded. And so it's just, we're waiting for those, that luxury money from the next couple of jobs to, yeah. you know, pay for a few things but like the 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 overall production of it was just i i think i cried every single day on set um just because it was so magical of an experience uh you know seeing chase anderson who played our little link just come across the field for the first time dressed head to toe in in his link costume it, it made me cry i was like oh my god this is so amazing uh, my my childhood has has come to life in, in Ohio of all places. <laughs> how 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 are their castles good enough in Ohio? But there are. <laughs> so just and everybody coming together with that, and um, you know we didn't you know we didn't have like for instance one single costumer. I think there were probably seven or eight costumers because every costume was so very intricate and so like our uh zelda ariel she she made her own zelda she's she cosplays a lot she's very good at it um and like we had some renaissance festival people and they came in and just it was it was absolutely amazing shooting at the renaissance festival in the winter and seeing the the it covered in snow was well i think i cried as well <laughs> <laughs> I hear uh, different filmmakers uh, have like excuses or reasons why they can't get a um, film or start shooting on something, which it takes a lot of work. But how were you able to convince people on a uh, self-funding uh, project to uh, do uh, Zelda? I mean, luckily enough, I know uh I've come to know so many amazing people um, along my journey in, in filmmaking. And so the, the amazing part of it was, was that um, like this, this concept film wasn't made by, you know, just your generic group of fans. It was made by fans of the games who are also filmmakers and have experience with this, that, or the other uh, department. Um, and, um, you know, somehow everybody just really liked the script. <laughs> awesome. Did you um, write it yourself? I did. I, I wrote it. Um, it's based on the um, Defeated Hero timeline from Ocarina. So it's. That's pretty. Ho hopefully. It's uplifting but it's also tragic if you know you're just all the timeline so so uh <laughs> and you you're still uh, haven't finished uh, it getting uh, shot yet 
Um, that that's uh, yeah. Production on that has wrapped, so we're done shooting. It's uh, uh, and it's ninety eight percent picture locked. <laughs> Um, only because there's some there's some stock footage that I that I have had my eye on and I want to purchase some stock footage is a little pricey. Okay. To, just to you know increase that production quality and I'm only gonna I'm only gonna do this once so I'm gonna do it right. Um, sadly, it just means it's gonna take a little longer than I anticipated. <laughs> if you ever had a like game wealthy, would you want to redo? And like try to do like Lord of the Rings version of like Zelda or um that'd be pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Uh I think that'd be a great way to spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That'd be pretty cool. But hopefully somebody else is paying by then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how with all the different projects you've done how have you stayed motivated when things get uh, difficult um i mean luckily um I, luckily you know i i live in a household full of creative people um i uh i live with uh uh, my one roommate, Victoria, she is an AD, writer, director, um, always working. Um, and then my other roommate, Brandy, she she works at a talent agency and she's also an actor. And, you know, she she pops in and she's she's been doing costuming and stuff now too. And just like, um, and and people are, door is a rotating door at this point. And so people are always coming and saying, you know, when the next movie comes to town, and, um, it's just, it, you know, every week, not every week, but we've finally been getting back to the, you know, hanging out with some of our film friends and do script readings. We watch movies, we analyze them, and just like having, having that foundation of, uh, of a group around you to keep you motivated to keep talking about it i mean it, if, if i lived alone i would <laughs> i probably <laughs> just wouldn't i i don't know maybe i would get more done because it wouldn't have all the distractions but at the same time i wouldn't have like that push you know to, yeah. to like keep going at a thing and it's just like oh this this is great like you, you should write you should write the next draft um so that yeah and just just having people around is, is huge when you are writing, how do you approach the um, second draft? Um, oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think it's different every time. But but honestly, um, uh, getting getting that first draft out, and not only not only getting your first draft out, but but cringing while you show it to other people. Um, and, and literally, you know, at, at this point, I've got a pretty thick skin. Um, and so it's like, if something's not working, um, okay, great. That's not working for you. Either I'm going to take it out or I'm going to, you know, uh, do better, <laughs> um, and try to, try to make you understand, you know, like hit home that point that I'm trying to do. Um, but yeah, it, I, it's, uh, really because because at that point now you have you know your blueprint and you can go back through and see 
what's working, what's not. And so like having, having that, uh, read through with, with a few folks is, is very, I think vital, um, because you're not only kind of getting your, uh, your ideas because you can think it's a great idea the whole time. Um, mm -hmm. but you got to get outside of your head, you know? And so have, having that read through with other people telling you what's working and what's not or like, uh, this, this line confused me. What does that, you know, what does that mean? Just like, oh, okay. What were you the most proud of of uh, Reed Genesis once they finish writing the script? What I, I think what I was most proud of was that um, uh, I love the ending. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that I'm going to say what the ending is, <laughs> um, but um, uh, I I think what what I was most proud of was that even at the first draft. Um, it seemed to really click with uh, with the group of people I read it with, and uh, these two characters really seemed to have really uh, taken on a life of their own. Um, and it's it's very much more um, a character piece than a than a story piece. It's about these two people, how they interact. Um, you know, they're on very different paths when they meet, and it's just like. Um, Seeing their banter and and um, how, and how they connect emotionally um, and and the fact that that was that seemed to to be working like it's it's been tweaked I think it's in draft six um, and really it's only had you know tweaking I haven't changed huge portions of it like i like i have done in the past for other scripts so i was like that that's that's a rare like it sometimes happens but like it's it's very rare when you like sit down and you write something that you don't really like rewrite a lot of like chunks of so like seeing seeing that it was like tweaks here and there that were being suggested it was just like oh okay hit the nail let's go <laughs> do you you feel like filmmakers have any responsibility to culture i i, I would say uh, yes and no um because you know you got your popcorn movies and we all need an escape sometime and just like not think about global warming for a minute um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think it's I think it's very important uh, that there be those stories out there that uh, remind us, you know, give us our morality tales of just like, you know, this these are real people suffering real tragedies or, you know, that that's why, you know, documentaries are so important as well. You know, it's just like really educate yourself. Um, but you know, com coming into like a narrative format, it's still you know, it's it's a way to uh, you know cope with things in an easier format. Like I I've used filmmaking as a form of self therapy myself uh, in the past. Um, I, I did a film, uh, a short film called Somewhere Inside Is Me a few years back, and acted in it as well as wrote and directed and um it, it was basically my self-therapy uh for um like back when i was 17 my 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 father died in front of me 
Um, Sorry about that. And so, and it, th thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Um, but but yeah, like it took me it took me a long time to kind of like he died on my birthday, you know. And so <laughs> like uh, just like this 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 trauma that's just like every every year you know comes around and whatnot. And so I'm just like screw this i'm taking back my birthday i'm gonna like sit down i'm gonna write this thing and get out all my emotions and um and it, and it was great it was very it, it was exactly what i needed um you know because because in that uh instance you know you don't have closure sometimes to, to some things that happen in your life and and forcing yourself to kind of imagine and to write an ending and kind of you know that i I don't go to therapy. I write it down. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so that uh, film, it's it just about like you getting your emotions out or like, what is the uh, story about? Yeah. I mean, for, for like, I think for that one specifically, it was, um, you know, a, a place to a get, get your emotions out there and kind of vent a little but then also you're you're using it in a in a format where you know you need a beginning middle and end you need you know crafting it into uh an actual storyline um you know is is the difficult part so it's like how do you take these um traumas and transform them into into art um, and then, uh, I think it's also ultimately about like, you know, I, I can't be the only one who's, you know, feeling this way and going through this thing. So it's also like, you know, Hey, I feel this way. You person out there, even if it's one person who feels the exact same way, cause like my, my father and I didn't get along. And so there were very weird emotions, uh, you know, when he died. So it's just like, you know, there's bound to be somebody else out there going through this thing and not knowing how to cope with this weird emotion, trauma that they're going through. So it's like, hey, you're not alone, you know, kind of a thing. And um, it, it, it was, it turned out so, so beautiful. Uh, we had a very small crew doing that and, um, and everybody was just so on board with it. And so um that that was that was truly great i i got to work with uh Cosette Payne again this amazing child actor that i had worked with on the Zelda film and um oh she's she's just so great i can't i can't wait to see everything just everything that she does that's that's really wonderful So is that reason why you became a filmmaker? Because it's therapeutic for you and it's kind of like telling your own thoughts and stories to the world? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when I, when I was younger, uh, I thought I would be a novelist. Um, I just, I always wanted to tell stories. Um, and so... It was literally, yeah, uh, this earlier you mentioned Lord of the Rings. It was when I finally saw Lord of the Rings on the big screen at Fellowship. Um, I, my mind was blown, you know. I'm, like, it was 2001, so I was 12, 13, somewhere around there. I don't remember. 
That was like 20 years ago. What? <laughs> I can say that about a thing. It was 20 years. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Uh, sometimes I have those moments where I was like, yeah, like I broke my arm 20 years ago. Oh crap. I can say that. Decades. It's been decades. Anyway. Um yeah, it was um it was the Fellowship of the Ring, I remember watching, uh, and I was, yeah, my mind was blown. I was just like, all these, all these stories, all these fantasies and whatnot, like, I can literally, like, take all these, these images of these places, and, you know, because I'm just, like, sketching these, these places and characters, you know, on a notepad and stuff, and, and writing them in novel form, and, uh, and then I was just, like, I was opened up to this whole new way of, of telling my story I was like i i can i can do that i can do that right there and that was pretty cool and so i've been, i've been aiming toward you know writing and directing ever since ever since long. thanks peter jackson and and uh walsh freya, freya walsh Fran walsh the other writer there was another writer i swear there was as long as that movie was i'm sure there had it been Writers. There was another writer in there somewhere, and then, oh my god! <laughs> Thank you, writers, and and Tolkien, for going through all of that stuff and bringing back this amazing fantasy. Oh, did did you write a book? Or I was thinking um, you wrote a book. I. <laughs> I <laughs> I mean, air quotes. I wrote a book um, back back in my in my teenage years when I was in high school. Uh, I was writing this like uh, you know Star Warsy kind of galaxy. Um, was it better than the sequel trilogy? <laughs> um, no, actually. Um, <laughs> it, 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 if I if I went back to it, I mean, if I went back to my book and I and I rewrote it. I would I just I would have to toss all of the pages out. And I'm like, no, this is a 17 year old writer. Oh my god, um, I don't know what she's doing. Um, but but it's nice because that was that was a nice kind of like playground kind of kind of moment and 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 and. and there, there were a lot of characters and, and instances and stuff that sometimes like I'll go back to and I'm like I need a new fun name and uh, like sometimes I'll go back to it and be like I remember this one name from that first thing I ever wrote um, so I'm gonna take that <laughs> um, yeah now I, I I've I've often thought about like going back to to that book and just kind of like giving it a, a huge overhaul um, but and and there are uh, a couple fantasy books um, that I had like outlined and, and stuff way back when, um, and and there's one that I that I still sometimes go back and I tinker on. So yeah, I'm trying to write a fantasy series, um, but there's there's so many things, there's only so much time, um, so it's it's just like at some point. I'm gonna get all of the things done. <laughs> we'll see. 
but they're there so when i die you know it's just gonna be like i i, I give my password to somebody and be like just go on there there's a gold mine just like take whatever <laughs> you want <laughs> i don't have time, I get famous. <laughs> time. <laughs> they're selling some of this stuff like here's 30 pages on this one thing here go have fun that would suck if you finally get successful when you're dead. And then we found, you know, 30 scripts on her. They were all unfinished except for three. But you know, there's there's material. <laughs> I just like I haven't I have so many notes like on my phone where I've just like I've come up with like a line or a phrase or I hear somebody like tell a joke and I'm just like did you just come up with that yeah oh okay I'm feeling that <laughs> I mean the next thing like I have, I have so many notes on my phone not even funny <laughs> well they say you never know when your next uh I, great idea is going to come from. So. Exactly. Mostly they come when I'm in the shower or driving. <laughs> note to self, you know, I'm driving and like, note to self. Blah, 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 blah. Or like when I'm hiking and like probably the other hikers, just like I'll, I'm not going to stop to like text while I'm hiking. I'm just going to like pull out my phone and do like a, a, a weird video that's of my chin. And I'm like, into it. like, I came up with this idea. And then these people, you know, just like walking past me, like, there goes that weird Stefanica. <laughs> Children, close your eyes. <laughs> so, uh, that uh, book that you wrote in high school, uh, mm -hmm. what was it about? <laughs> Ooh. Um, hmm. Or was it kind of everywhere? It was, oh, uh, there was like this whole political thing going on. There was this like forbidden <laughs> romance thing happening. Um, it was, it was, oh, there are a lot of storylines in that. It, it would take me a minute to like get my mind back into it. Um, it was, uh, it was Star Wars-y. <laughs> More storylines than uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> um, no. Uh, probably not. Um, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I don't understand how the Arthur and the creator of that show can even keep up with any of his characters. <laughs> oh my goodness. This, like, his story bible must be like a, like a literal bible at this point. You know, he's got to keep track of hair color and eye color and like, hey, he did this thing back then. I'm just like, wow, that Bible must be massive. I know whenever I was watching the show, if it wasn't for previously, like that was the only time I've ever been so thankful for previously because I couldn't remember <laughs> what happened. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I, I loved it. I love a huge immersive you know uh show and story like that but but i definitely had to watch the the pilot episode about three times before i learned everybody's name yeah and then when you get to the second episode there's a bunch of new people third episode maybe like wait 
so much stuff happening but yeah it's just like, um you know there's certain elements of it, it i i quite like the show um sure it didn't end how i thought it was gonna end how i hoped it would end um but it, it was still pretty solid yeah, i like that Tarnarian bitch <laughs> i like yeah. to say that i like my showers targaryen hot <laughs> really let me just boil it okay. so who's your favorite character in the show um actually my favorite character is jorah um i he's just that he's strong he's such a sad story are there so many people i'm trying to remember who he looks like um jorah was uh the Jorah Mormont, he was the um, older gentleman played by Ian Glenn, uh, Danny's one of Danny's advisors, who like uh, in the beginning was like, you know. Oh, he had a crush loving, on Daenerys. Yes, yes. Right <laughs> out there at the, at the beginning, but then fell in love with her, and yeah, that one. Oh, so bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's definitely my favorite, but I really, really like Ian Glenn, so I might have been biased because of the casting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like Jamie and and Tyrion, definitely, like they have they have a great um, story arcs. I mean, yeah, I like the uh, Jamie Lannister and his uh, brother. Actually, yeah. I'd like. I liked them more than I liked most of the stars. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Sansa kind of grew on me. She had, a, she had a pretty great arc. You know, she was this innocent young thing that didn't understand the world. And then we had a lot of bad happen to her. Um, and it, it's great because she, she also kind of calls herself for it. And it's just like, you know, I, I might be a slow learner, but I learned. Um, you know, so it's also, you know, she's also very aware, um, of, of how stupid she was, uh, as a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but how I, I could go, I, I can go on about story arts. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like Theon, uh, what an, what an amazing, all right. Hated him, then I felt really bad for him. Then I'm like, what are you doing? And then he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for you. And then you just, I absolutely fell in love with him. And then I was sad. Well, that's definitely good writing right there. <laughs> I think, I think Theon was, was pretty great. Is there a film or TV series you wish you had? gotten to write or directed or be part of one way or another oh man um <laughs> oof. again oof. Um, <laughs> i mean ah oh, there's so many good ones <laughs> i mean game of thrones from like a like a set decoration standpoint would have been so much every single shot is just a beautiful composition i've um, been a nightmare to <laughs> oh my god i can't i can't even imagine like i remember watching the the behind the scenes for like i think it was like the last season or the second before last and just like the that's just 
the department in, in charge of snow. Oh my God. Um, the snow has to look a certain way. Whole <laughs> to snow. It's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> like a whole team. So a whole Ooh. team dedicated to snow is like, hey, you pour too much right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? You just blasted the castle with some fake snow. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I feel like the uh, now I. I feel like there is uh i think amazon picked up uh mass effect to 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 do into a show um that'd be interesting i i can't remember but i feel like i heard that's happening um but oh man that's that's one that i would i love mass effect um i I think um okay here's one the new resident evil um the new resident evil show uh i love those games uh um and uh yeah that's it mm. I, I don't like it i'm <laughs> about halfway through the show because it, it's become one of those like background watches for me i i just i can't get invested into the story but the the production design is pretty fun but i mean as far as far as the story i, I don't like the i don't like the characters oh. <sighs> i'm disappointed I'm a disappointed fan, but they remade Resident Evil so much that maybe uh, I'll have I'll have a go one of these times. <laughs> we'll see. Would I you mean, have? really, if I if I got the chance to just kind of like adapt video <laughs> games into uh, movies and just be that guy, just like like that go-to guy that actually you know knows how to do it right um that that'd be a pretty that'd be, be a pretty great career right there but it could also be really let's go it could also go really bad if <laughs> if just everyone's gonna have different expectations just like with books and it's like yeah oh, <laughs> oh absolutely and just like <clears throat> excuse me but um i would definitely only do it for the ones that i'm really into i guess otherwise Cause it's just like I got I got all the history, you know, like with stuff like Zelda or Final Fantasy or Resident Evil, you know, Mass Effect, and it's just like you know I got the decades long memory of, of growing up playing those games. So it's like if it was you know helps out maybe it has to be like okay, give me two years pre production to really dive in. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> 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 it's all about the pre production for me. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Have you ever thought it'd be cool to make a video game? I mean, I mean that'd be pretty cool. But I, I, I think my, my, I don't know. I definitely don't have the skill set for that. But it, it'd be pretty cool to be involved. Like if, if, if I get to work with Square Enix and, and do a voiceover for a uh, you know, Final Fantasy character, I'm be like, all right, um, I'm I'm ready to just like die. <laughs> that's that's cool. I can end now. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. So you mean all can... right, die within the first five minutes of the game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God, just, just get me in there. 
super fan over here. <laughs> Don't you at least want to have an epic death? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I want you to die. I want to. Ha- I want you to die the best. <laughs> give me, give me the, or give me the villain. Yeah. Oh, I'd play a good villain. <laughs> Step over, Sephiroth. Let's go. <laughs> How do you go about starting to write? I mean, uh, I think usually I'm a, I'm a, I'm a character. I start with characters, um, uh, and so it just, it, I, I get these ideas for characters, you know, kind of built up over time, and then I'm like, oh, that's that's interesting, and then like, what kind of obstacle? What's 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 their story? What do they what do they want? What's in their way? Um, and what other characters from my vast repertoire of, of backburner things like what what can i pull out and what what marries together well um so yeah i think it's just a word vomit of of character histories and stuff that i've built up over time and uh i i generally i i get a lot of ideas too from just like uh listening to music like sometimes like i'll I'll catch you know like some lyrics uh from from this or that song like oh that's that's an interesting image that that brings to mind like what kind of kind of person is in that scenario and um or like a you know a piece of music might you know those grand you know kind of orchestral pieces sometimes you know kind of give me these these interesting emotions of just like oh i can i can see this thing happening during you know, that note with this you know, um it's just it comes from all sorts of places and then eventually it's just like all right word vomit taika watiti just go for it and <laughs> yeah that must take a lot of self-discipline because like anytime i try to write constantly trying to map everything out before i even know what i want to write about yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and and sometimes sometimes i'll do that and it's just like there's there's one that i've been working on excuse me uh there's there's one story that i've been working on since like 06 um and i i finally i think since last year uh because it went it went through the process of like how how many pages do i need to tell the story like what is this story um and so it, it went from uh a, a trilogy of movies to now uh a a limited series probably like 10 or 12 episodes um hour long um it's it's very much it's kind of like a sci-fi like it it has very final fantasy kind of kind of vibes very ensemble kind of cast um and so last year i think i finally finally got the first episode out down um i think it's probably draft 10 of an attempt to to figure out how this story starts and which characters uh, to start it with, um, because not all the characters are in episode one. That would be way too much. <laughs> there are already a lot of them. Um, I, I I went off on a on a on a track there. Um, it's all good. But uh, but yeah, so there's that story. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually that one will be done. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're on. But yeah, I can't remember what you asked me that I went on that tangent. But um, 
<laughs> oh yeah mapping out yeah so there's the this, so there's the mapping out so that one that that one has a lot of like you know mapping out like okay so you have like you know character beats and there's like some story beats and like oh this should happen here and then it's like pulling from you know index cards in your brain to like the here there and everywhere and then there's the ideas uh so yeah so yeah that one is very like i'm being very meticulous about you know sometimes but sometimes like two characters will start talking in my head um and so like oh, i'm gonna write this down i'm gonna write what you're saying to each other down on this thing um meaning you know, i'll have like a three-page scene and it's like i don't know where it goes but i have this um you know beat that happens and then there's there's other stories that it's just like okay i'm gonna put this person in a room i'm gonna put this person in a room and we're gonna talk about this and i'm just gonna see where it goes um and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know i might get like you know a half a page of, of good you know malleable uh dialogue out of five pages um but it's, i i tinker with various different uh techniques of just getting words on page about so that you can rewrite those terrible words into good words <laughs> have you ever heard of um, an app called the most dangerous writing app no please uh, tell me about the most dangerous writing <laughs> so the guy i was interviewing yesterday was suggesting that i start free or yesterday or the day before i can't keep my days together anyway <laughs> He was telling me about this uh, app called the Most Dangerous Writing app, and you select like a time limit, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and mm -hmm. you have to write. If you stop for more than five seconds, everything you've written up to that point is lost. Whoa. So you have to write and not stop. So I've been trying to test it out a little bit and practice on it. Maybe that'll help me get more self-efficient. Ah! <laughs> that sounds so... I think I'd have so much anxiety that we wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> be like, well, in the end, it's pointless because I need to stop and take a drink and... Oh, oh, oh. Just do five... Yeah, I don't. I don't think that would work for me. Um, <laughs> let me know how that goes. <laughs> Jesus. Well, <laughs> aptly named. They're just like you know, give a writer a heart attack. App. And you're like this is pointless. App. What are you doing? <laughs> I for, I did like one uh, writing for like five minutes I, where I just was writing like um, Samuel Jackson's uh, agent was trying to call me. <laughs> That's so fun. Just the most unrealistic thing. <laughs> That'd be really scary though. It's like you, you write that and your phone actually does go up. You're like, hey, <laughs> oh that's fantastic <laughs> is there anything you would like to say or talk about that i didn't ask <laughs> oh man we covered so much um that i i don't even know 
Um, <laughs> you got my brain firing on all sorts of cylinders. I'm just like, oh yeah, now I kind of want to go play Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have a job in two hours. <laughs> what job do you have? Um, okay, I, I, I like to joke that it's my first hand job. <laughs> um, it's a hand modeling thing. Um, I I don't I don't even know. It's I, I don't even I'm hand modeling. Um, uh, I'm also an actor, and so this is my first hand modeling thing. But a buddy of mine texted me about a week ago and be like, "Hey, do you want to do this thing?" Okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> um. So that'll that'll be interesting. I have no idea. Sure. We'll see if your hand takes all the other hand models out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's very weird not to have uh, black nail polish on right now because like I, I'm I just, it's so weird. I I know this isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no black nail polish is not me. But that's fine. It's that act of life. Where can people <laughs> go to learn more about you and stay updated with you? Um, I, I, uh, my website's currently down. I, I need to, to revamp that. I mean, uh, but you can find me on Instagram, uh, Stefanica WK. <laughs> you know how to spell Stefanica. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, Stefanica with a K, uh, WK. K-A-Y-E. That's very confusing. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, and then also, uh, you know, I'm on IMDb. I'm the only Stefanica on IMDb. Okay. S-T-E-P-H-O-N-I-K-A. Um, yeah. And it's eventually uh, Stefanica.com when I get my website back up and running. <laughs> Who knows? I need to do that. <laughs> put that on the schedule <laughs> that's always fun having more things to do <laughs> <laughs> what date does that go on all right and that still gives me three hours to do nothing awesome <laughs> i'll just procrastinate a little more on that <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> Let's, uh, let's put all that stuff for tomorrow so I have the whole day to do nothing. Then tomorrow, like, ah, oh, crap. Exactly. <laughs> Off day, what's that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. How do you spell that? <sighs> well, well thank you very much for having me. This is, this is a lot of fun. You're a lot yeah. of fun. Thank, thank you so much. You.